Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. St. John Henry Newman, Apostle to the Doubtful, by Mariel Trevor and Leonie Caldicott. The later years continued. The Achille Affair. In the course of the lectures, Newman made a serious attack on an ex-priest, the Italian Giacomo Achille, who was touring the country, packed, who was touring the country backed by the Protestant alliance, posing as a victim of the Inquisition for conscience sake, inflaming passions with his tales of torture and clerical vice. Wiseman had exposed Achilles' real background in the Dublin Review, saying that he had been brought to court in Rome for repeated seductions of virgins, expelled from the Dominican order, and sentenced to detention in a monastery from which he had escaped. Few people other than Catholics read the publication The Dublin Review, but everybody read Newman, and the Protestant alliance persuaded Achille to bring a libel case against the apostate Newman, as the papers called him. Newman had relied on Wiseman's papers to back him, but as the cardinal had mislaid them, he was forced to get direct evidence from abroad, including several of the women from Italy who were chaperoned by Maria Giburn, a family friend who had followed Newman into the church. She left a memoir of her adventures at the oratory. Yet when, after many delays from the other side, the trial at last began, Achille brazenly denied all the charges. The jury held that Newman had proved none of them, except that Achille had been deprived of his lectureship, except that Achille had been deprived of his lectureship. There was another delay while Newman's lawyers asked for a new trial, but it was refused. And on January 31st, 1853, Newman was sentenced to a hundred pounds fine and jail till it was paid. He had been prepared for prison, with his portmanteau packed, but his friends paid up on the spot. Newman received from Judge Coleridge, a friend of Keeble's, a severe lecture on his moral deterioration since his perversion to Rome, and Achille shortly afterwards decamped to Canada leaving a trail of seduced chambermaids behind him. Although the Achille trial reduced Newman's reputation among Protestants, so shocking to refer to seductions in a public lecture, it raised it among Catholics, who regarded him as their champion, subscribed to a fund for his expenses, and cheered him loudly as he left the court. But it had been a grueling experience, 
especially trying to Newman in the suspense and uncertainty which was still hanging over him when he was preached, when he was asked to preach the sermon at the first synod of the restored hierarchy in 1852. He called it the second spring, the Catholic Church rising again in England after a winter 300 years long. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here. Ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle God of youth, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Why did the papers call Newman an apostate? Well, an apostate is someone who repudiates or rejects totally one's religion. And for the established Anglican Church of England, Newman was an apostate. He had repudiated his Anglicanism, had left the church of his childhood, had left the church that had been in control of England for 300 years and became a Catholic. And so they called him the apostate Newman. You see, we have to remember just how few Catholics there were in England at this time. We have to remember when Newman became a Catholic, how much it seemed like a little Italian mission, how it seemed the religion of the continent it wasn't a real going concern. It wasn't a leading body of men in England. It seemed small and ignorant and dirty and foreign. And by Newman becoming this, he had, in the real view of the judge of this Achille trial, had deteriorated in his morals, so much so that he was talking about seductions in a public lecture. They didn't think Newman had very good taste. Well, so Newman, the apostate, is now on trial, having attacked publicly, satirized, this ex-priest. Now, he was charged with libel because, having published these lectures on the present position of Catholics, he had made a very serious allegation against this man, an allegation which was contrary to his good name, but Newman thought was necessary because of the way this man was stirring up people's passions. He was going around making people very angry, making people very prejudiced, confirming all these Protestants in their views of the church with stories of persecution and terrible repression and terrible evil in Italy among Catholics especially. All the while, this man was <laughs> a seducer. This man was deceiving many people. This man was had to be kicked out of his order. He could not be trusted as a priest because he took advantage of his office to, well, seduce women. 
And Newman had to make this known to people. And Achille was persuaded to charge Newman with libel. That is, with lying, making a false accusation that was detrimental to his reputation. Well, let us tonight remember that it's true that each one of us has a right to a good reputation. And let us remember that libel, saying false things about people, is, is very serious. And one of the great things that Cardinal Newman can do for us from heaven is to help us to love the truth. When Newman was asked one time why he wrote so much, why, under difficult circumstances, he wrote and wrote and wrote. He said, it's because I have to tell people the truth. And he was asked, but is it true that when you write, when you finish writing a long sermon or a book, you feel physically sick? And Newman said, yes. He said, everything I write, when I finish, I feel like I've given birth. To bring out what I want to say, and to bring it out as I want to say it, is very painful and leaves me feeling sick. So why did he do it? To tell people the truth. And Newman never would have said this about Achille if he didn't think it was true. And he thought it was true because he trusted Cardinal Wiseman. And then Cardinal Wiseman couldn't come up with the proof. And Newman was left very anxious, very worried. So let us ask Cardinal Newman tonight to help us love the truth and to want to tell other people the truth. Above all, the truth of Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.